Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Holderness Family Podcast. I am Penn Holderness. And I'm Kim Holderness. Welcome back. Or if it's your first time here, thank you for clicking that little button. And if it is your first time here, this is an interesting one, right? This is a first for us. We're super excited about it. We did our first ever live podcast. And you sound really excited. I, well, I'm trying to overcome the fact that I have a cold right yeah, now. It's man um, cold season, guys. Oh, this just is... really just protect yourself. All right, this is a real cold. <laughs> I might be a little overdramatic, and I might have a toboggan on. Was it a toboggan? That's what the kids call these, right? I think so. It's a hat. It's a and hat. It's a hat. He's wearing a hat and a robe, and it's 1 o'clock in the afternoon. Anyway, we recorded our first live podcast. This is probably the most fun I was going to say ever had. because Wow. <laughs> I was. This is among the time. Like, I went to see Britney Spears and sat in front of Beyonce. That, that may fun. be the most fun. Yeah. But this was like definitely the second most fun I've ever had. Because, wow. And that's interesting because you were on stage and I didn't know how you were going to respond to that. I think this is your type of thing though because it wasn't a huge crowd, but it was an intimate crowd. My of favorite. Like, yeah, of really cool people. It was a lot of folks from our podcast group who bought the tickets. Uh, it was incredibly engaging. We... We felt we were floating on air after it was over. Yes. So uh, what you're going to hear is you're going to hear some songs. You're going to hear some stories. You're going to hear from your our very favorite marriage coach. So I'm, I'm hoping that translates over um, I'm curious audio. about that. I'm yeah, super I, curious. Because there was a lot of really funny things that happened. And someday at some point we'll put up the video. But anyway, uh, we really hope you enjoy it. We had the best time. Yeah, I edited actually the audio and the video and I was listening to it. And it's like you can hear the laughter, but it's like, <laughs> and it's not like, ah, it felt like everyone was laughing really loud at us, and it's hard for them to translate on, you know, microphones. But you can tell that there's people there. <laughs> it's 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 a live podcast. We messed up a lot, and I, I pretty much kept most of that in there because live is fun. Live is fun. I'm so excited. Are you a little nervous to see what it sounds like now that you've been there? Like to no, see what it's like. no, you're good. No. Okay. okay, I I present to you our very first live podcast. Hello! 
Good evening, and thank you all for joining us for O Holder Night. Thank you for being a part of the first live podcast that we've done. I am the producer of the show, Max Trujillo. Thank you. For those that were dragged here and probably don't know who the Holderness family are, which I've spoken to some of you already, and I know you're out there. We did put together a, a little Cliff Notes catch-up right here so that you can kind of understand. But again, thank you again. We're here live coming to you from downtown Raleigh at Kings, North Carolina. So without further ado, Anne-Marie. Christmas jammies. Hey. They are Christmas jammies. I like big buses, I cannot lie. Now watch me sip my Chardonnay names. You know I'm all about that base, about that base, more butter. Y'all gon' make me lose my mind up in here. She ain't got no self-control. She just wants that candy bowl. We got witches in the cul-de-sac eating my corn, and they ain't leaving till six in the six morning. In the morning. Cause they want jello for the other side. Mom shorts. Put on your shoes, yourself, and your jacket, your hat, with your backpack. We really, really gotta go. It's so hard. Hi. The door every day. Go, Charlie. It's your first day. We gonna party like it's your first day. Do you wanna have some broccoli? What can I say except you're welcome? Welcome to my couch. You can both hug it out. Your mama won't do it, and she does everything. So, baby. A toaster that I bought on my way over. This is my dad's song. Need to stay under these sheets forever. I'm gonna stay under these sheets forever. This is the opening song. It's live, so you can tell us when we got crap wrong. There's gonna be a lot of stuff we get wrong, guys. That's right, we just did. We just did. The audio wasn't working. <laughs> anyway. We're that fam that makes the cheesy videos. Your Aunt Kay loves us. Okay. But your husband and your kids think we're ridiculous. Yeah! Tonight we're gonna air our dirty laundry in downtown Raleigh. You'll see. Hopefully. <laughs> wait, wait. <laughs> he wrote. He wrote this like four minutes ago. Hopefully you have got your wine and beer, and you've had a chance to pee. Funny story. He used the wrong bathroom a second ago. Anyway. We should stop and talk about that. Right? <laughs> oh, we'll talk about it after, right, <laughs> Ashley? Okay, here we go. They had a moment. In the end, we'll <laughs> learn about each other and how to make this work. But I'm probably gonna say something that makes me look like a jerk. Yeah, that's why we have our counselor. So let's just start the Holderness podcast now. That was so good, baby. Good job. Guys, thank you so much for coming. Oh my gosh. And I just need to give props to the introverts that are here. Yes. Or do I have any introvert friends here? And you have pants on right now? That's big. On a school night? Because this is big for me. Thursday night at a 7 o'clock, usually elastic waistbands, bras are off. I'm just saying. 
So yeah. they're on very much on right now. Very, <laughs> I promise you. Thank you, you for I, that. I hugged a lot of people before I promised you right. I have a brawn. Sorry, we got <laughs> awkward really fast. Also, like props to people who like we were. We're so humbled. We got a chance to meet some of you before the show. We were unbelievably humbled by uh, how far some of you have traveled to be here. Um, we have one very special woman who traveled here from Kansas City, Missouri, which is. What? Like, I am so like. Now I really can't suck. Don't like, suck. This is, we have a couple from Florida. Where Jacksonville, are they? Yeah, right? Jacksonville, Florida. Jacksonville. And then we have Williamsburg, Virginia. Also, I want to give props to our first couple who came here. And I want to apologize because she mentioned I went in the wrong bathroom. So I'm very excited about the show. And when I get excited, I have gastrointestinal issues. And so, <laughs> and so I went to the bathroom. I really begged him not and to tell has this. Any, but... Raise your hand if you've looked at the bathroom signs. Yeah. Raise your hand if you find those signs ambiguous and confusing. <laughs> I thought that the male urinal was a uterus. And so I... <laughs> so I went in the other one. And then Ashley <laughs> is waiting there when I come out. And I made some noises in there that I wouldn't want to make in a women's room. So that's how I started the night. So thanks, Ashley, for being here. Yeah. You okay? I'm so sorry. Anyway, so this is a podcast. Yeah. No, the podcast is really our very favorite thing. I yeah. say that all the time, but it's true because I think it gives us an opportunity to talk and we can become better people. And so tonight is really special for us. So thank you so, so much for being here. Yeah, and it's the holidays. And so uh, not sure if you know about this, but we're, we're fans of the holidays. Um, your favorite part of the holidays is Christmas Vacation. The movie. Correct? Yeah, the movie. Not, and, and the time off. Yes, and the, but the movie. Yeah. <laughs> mine, is, mine is a Christmas carol. It always gets me going. Like, I, I've loved it since I was a kid. I loved it when Bill Murray did it. But I love it because it's this, it's this kind of curmudgeon old guy who I'm starting to identify with a little bit. <laughs> who, it's just the hair, but everything yeah, else. Yeah, no, it's, it's, yeah. He just takes this hard look at his past, and he takes a look at his present, and he takes a look at his future, and it scares him a little bit and he comes out a better person. So we're gonna do that tonight. So we're gonna tell some stories from yeah. our Christmas past, yeah. our Christmas present, and take a look into the future. We're gonna have uh, eventually our, our, we call him our marriage coach, Christopher yeah. Edmonton, come out and give us some like fun advice. And we're gonna sing some songs and have a lot of fun. At the end, we're gonna even put pen to the test. He is so fun at parties because you can call stuff out and then he can write a song on the spot. So we're gonna make him do that too. So yes, and you're gonna help. You guys are gonna help. So, like, do you want to do Christmas pass? I have to do yes. the mood music. Okay, he's gonna do mood music. You can keep. You can keep okay. talking. Okay, so we're talking. So, Christmas past. Oh, let's set the scene. Hold on. That's the minor key of Deck the Halls. <laughs> what kind of wig did you? Get? This isn't big enough for my head. We have a wig okay. stash, and I accidentally got, I think, the mullet one out of the <laughs> Now that I'm looking at it, it looks very mullety. Okay, so we're setting the mood. This is 12 years ago, okay? Um, no, it's 13 years ago. Uh, Kim is seven months pregnant. We're in New York City, okay? Um, By the way, I was not this cute when I was pregnant because I mostly got pregnant in my thighs. I needed maternity pants for my thighs, so it was not this cute. You looked amazing all the time. Uh, really? So, yes. Uh, 
you stay tuned, guys. Listen to this. She was pregnant, and she were in New York in a tiny little apartment, and she was complaining all the time about how she couldn't get out of her apartment, and she felt stuck in the apartment. Star wipe to the scene. So, honey, Merry Christmas. You got me a present? Yeah, I got you this. So, I know you've been super bummed out about, you know, I, don't, I know you don't like cold weather in New York, you've been super bummed out, and you haven't been able to get to the gym, so, oh, by the way, I bought this last night on Christmas Eve. At Brookstone? Uh, we were very busy, so I got you this. Okay. It's very heavy. I hope, don't strain your back, because you're seven months pregnant. Okay, let's see. <laughs> Did you buy me a Stairmaster? I sure did. Look, no, try it out, because you can't get out of the house, and you need it to exercise your pregnant ankles. You were talking about those. This is, okay. All right, just to pause here. This is the exact model that I bought her. And, before, and he goes, he goes, no, but wait, it has little arm things. It does. You can exercise your arms, too. So what I did was, I asked him to turn around and then maybe just like bend over a little bit. And then maybe Alfred to place it there. <laughs> just, and I- I mean, so hang on. Before, just be like, hang on. Before even well, Christopher comes out Well, I was very here. puffy. Like my eyelids felt puffy. You know what I mean? Like everything about me just felt terrible. You and looked fine. And this man gave me a stair master You said Christmas. you wanted to work out more and I didn't know what else to do. Like seriously. <laughs> This, and it, she got, like, honestly, I could see on her face, like, she was so, uh, you're not going to keep that on? I, I'm feeling very enraged right now. She, like, yeah, so this was, this was 13 years ago, and it's still the worst gift that I've ever given her, but when I gave it to her, I was like, I thought it was a good gift. Jewelry. Tell, no, always, always jewelry. Always jewelry. Jewelry, right? I mean, every once in a while, you can't afford the old diamond ring. So tell me, like, seriously how you felt when that happened. I, um, I felt, because you just don't feel right. Like, if, if anybody's gone through this before, you just feel puffy in every area. And the person, the man I love the most, the man uh, whose attention I crave, to me, it just felt as if you were not happy with what you were seeing. Even though you kind of asked for it. So is this, you said that like you, like you, 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 well, not, I don't mean like you asked for it, but you. I'm so glad you guys are here to have so many witnesses. <laughs> we need to get Christopher out here. But well, so, but I want to, but, but I'm going to save you here for a second. So we actually okay. went to the internet. Away. No, we went to the internet and asked like, what's this? the worst Christmas gift you've ever received? And we had some good ones. Somebody said, my mother-in-law bought me a trash can for Christmas because she didn't like mine. Could you imagine how bad your trash can has to be for someone to buy you a new one? Um, the next, uh, uh, poor Matt said, for some reason, thought my wife would like orange Crocs the first time they were cool. Aww. I'm sorry you. that I made you mad on Christmas Day, on Christmas oh, Day. I did not think that you were fat on Christmas Day in the morning. <laughs> Okay, um, Linda says a scale. My father-in-law got me a scale two years in a row. Not a kitchen scale, the people kind. You know that I love you, of course, on Christmas Day, on Christmas Day. And now I think you want a divorce on Christmas Day in the morning. 
Um, oh, here's a good one. Her in-laws gifted everyone burial plots. Actually, though. Hey, no, no, stop. That, stop. That is that the gift be that cheap. keeps on giving. <laughs> right? Also, that can't be cheap. Do we that... have anyone who owns a burial plot right now? Oh, thank God. See? <laughs> Just... But you're going to need it. Right? Okay. Um, you really seem really sad on Christmas Day, on Christmas Day. You're kind of like the girl in the Peloton ad on Christmas Day. Oh. <laughs> Have you guys Should we talk about that for a second? Can we hit pause and talk about that? I, the first time I saw that ad, I hit pause. I was like, what is he doing to her? Why? You don't... By the way, I almost... I, if I want a Peloton bike, I would ask you... That's, I give you permission then to buy it right, for but me. It, but if you mistake. ever... Ever. No, I'm learning that now. Ever. Because I bought you something similar to it. Essentially, it was the Peloton yeah, this of is 2007. The Peloton we're talking about this here. This is the 2007 Peloton right here. Yes. Oh, bless that girl. Oh, okay. Yeah, any more? Uh, one more. Um... My ex-husband bought me an elliptical, then accused me of cheating on him because I was using it to get in shape. One of the only, uh, one of, one of the reasons he's my ex, yes. Okay, we would like to stay married. So I'm going to be doing that occasionally for no reason. Oh, I, I was Sorry very surprised that. by that. I oh. didn't know what was going on. So oh, anyway, so now it's time for our most frequent podcast guest. He's our marriage coach. He's helping us stay married, be married, be better people. And his name is Christopher Edmonston. Come on out. Dude, I'm assuming you've been listening, and thank you for being here. Uh, it's wonderful to be here. Thank you for my Fiji water. I feel so... I know, it's very bougie. fancy. I feel so bougie. <laughs> I feel and so pacific. So one of the things I love about Christopher is when he comes to our podcast, he finds a way to not make it totally one person's fault. Aww. <laughs> Most of the time. Which is hard with you. <laughs> and so I just, like, every, he'll come up with, like, a nugget here and there, and I'm like, oh, it's not completely my fault. So I'm glad that you're here. Um, so let's yeah. chime in. So again, we've moved past. Obviously, we've moved past our 2007 Peloton issue. Obviously, um, obviously. But but talk to us a, a little bit about um, yeah yeah for the people out there getting trash cans in the Pelotons for Christmas. So I think anyone that gets their spouse a trash can for Christmas can tell immediately that it probably went wrong, mm-hmm. right? When the bow is taken off or when it's unwrapped. Um, The Peloton for Christmas, if it's not asked for, probably goes wrong because all those gifts come with some hidden coding, some hidden messaging. In terms of what my favorite thing that I heard back there that Penn has ever said on any of our podcasts previously was right at the end, and listeners later can go back and rewind and hear this, Penn said, I'm starting to learn that. Or he said, I'm learning that, that you, what you did and didn't like. And that's what's wonderful. If you get a gift that you don't like, friends right? Old friends and new friends. Um, And you give feedback in a way that can be received, not, you know, you slam it in their face or push it back in their chest. Um, They actually have a chance to learn what kind of gifts you do like. Mm -hmm. Ah. And so these sort of patterns, I feel like there's tricks, like we're always learning. So what are some good ways, like you call this couple patterning, right? I think couple patterning is one of the sort of decoder uh, 
um, keys to any sort of couple. And if you're, if you're willing to pay attention to the lessons from your past, you can learn a lot about what not to do in the present and the future. So couple patterning is Like big. give me an example. Yeah, like explain it to me like I'm an idiot. An idiot. So um, my... Which I am. Well, <laughs> thank you. <laughs> that was low-hanging fruit. Yeah, it was. Um, my wife um, is a teacher. Uh, seventh grade teacher and middle school teachers have a special She's my place. My daughter's teacher. Yeah. She's an angel. Is Miss C.E. in the house? Yes, Can she Can you raise is. your hand? She's Miss C.E., what's up? Oh, good. She's at the bar. Yes. They're all seventh grade teachers should be. Yes. <laughs> so my wife is a seventh grade teacher and uh, has been a teacher the entire time we've been married. I mean, at different times, a part-time teacher of, of certain kinds, but always a teacher. And when she was teaching full-time and our, and our kids were young, um, or younger than they are now, we started noticing we had all these ridiculous fights on Friday nights. And we just started tracking that. I'm not like a, almost like a logbook. Like, why do we keep having fights on Friday nights? Why is that our couple pattern? Why is this so much a part of our past, these ridiculous arguments on Friday nights? And the reason we came up with is that teachers are bone tired on Friday nights. Like, if you know someone who's a teacher, male, female, old, young, don't expect them to stay up till one in the morning on Friday night. And if they are staying up till one in the morning, they're probably doing it with some, you know, chemical assistance, be my yeah. guess. And so we just made a rule based on the couple patterning that if we got into a Friday night fight, we were going to put it off. Just it can wait until tomorrow. And if it still feels so bad tomorrow or Sunday, then we'll take it up because chances are we're just tired. And we're not really as mad as we are acting out. We started to learn from the past. We've decided not to make big decisions in December. Yeah, it's huge. That's which is, it was just kind of tough, but we just don't make big decisions in December. And we, because May is the worst month for many moms, I think you guys even have a video calling it May-cember once mm -hmm. or something. Um, and because May is the worst month for teachers, our rule is we don't make big decisions in May. We just don't make them well because our couple pattern doesn't allow for it. So we've got, yeah, we've got couple patterns. Um, and some of them, it's funny because some of them are like schedules. Yep. Right, and that's that's the easy stuff. Like Kim goes to bed before me, I stay up late. She wakes up early. I take the kids to school because she refuses to um, get put on pants. <laughs> put on pants. But I get up and I make lunch and all that stuff. Yeah, and, but bras are hard at yeah. seven a.m. Am I right? They're really <laughs> not. Like they take. They, oh. oh. <laughs> You got Less. one. You got one. Yes, they are. When you said that, yes. before Penn once again yeah. stuck his foot in his mouth. Come on. Yes. <laughs> so it, it's not. It's not just schedules, though, Christopher. It's. It's like the way. It's. It's kind of the way that you go throughout your day, emotionally and physically. Right. right. If you were married to an early riser, you expecting them to be a late nighter consistently is not possible. You don't have that patterning in your couple geography. You have to adjust your expectations based upon what you're good at. You might be a couple who is just not very good at late night smooching, but is really good at Saturday morning smooching. Follow that. Like, don't ignore that. Like, it's telling you something. Yeah. You may have a pattern where one of you is really, really good at, at making plans and one of you is really, really good at spontaneity. It doesn't mean that the planner shouldn't try to be more spontaneous, but chances are that's going to stay true all the way through the end. How, how does this help me with giving her a Stairmaster? <laughs> <laughs> well, here's the thing. Did you ever buy her a Stairmaster again? No. no. Yeah. No, I, I think didn't. that's worth a round of applause. Yeah. Yeah, amen. Right. 
The bar is so low for us guys. Exactly. Well, We're going to get to that later. But the I mean, bar so is really low. low. I mean, that is a low bar. But the I point went is to the just, women's bathroom for crying out loud. You did. You did. Did. It, does, it looks like a urinal to me. It didn't. It, I wasn't confused. Okay. Thanks, okay. So, are we moving on to Christmas present holderness? Uh, do you have any further questions on couple I'm, patterning? No, we're, we're okay. good. Honestly, so Christmas present for us, and I think we're all dealing with this right now, and I know Christopher's dealing with it, um, because we like Christmas is our busiest time of year. How many people can say that about themselves? I mean, it's not. It's 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 some people. It's, it's like yeah, our work it's stuff. It's getting bigger. Yeah. yeah. Like uh, May is like taking over as the busiest month of the year, but December's tough for us because we, we kind of made a video that led people to want us to make more content and it's, it's good for us. December's good for us, but yeah. it's super busy. And one of the biggest like, challenges that we have is that we have, um, we have an elf on the shelf who is dysfunctional. <laughs> he's, well, he's very sweet yeah. and, he, and he, he's a house guest, that he's, but he's a, a little, our kids, our kids think he's lazy is what the issue is. But I, I don't I think honestly like <laughs> lazy elf. He is. Yeah. He's a little lazy. I've what, never it, seen him move. Yeah. Never. Well, he's, yeah. Never. So we had to write our kids this song to explain why their elf never moved, was lazy, and seems to not care about them. You say our elf is lazy because he just stays here. Elf is very busy. Meanwhile, all of your best friend's elves are swinging from chandeliers. Thanks, Karen. That's awesome. That picture you sent? With the, playing with the Barbies in the Barbie dream house and having a slumber party? That's super cool. Thanks. You say our elf is lazy. Lazy? That's not true. He's just doing the best he can, just like me and you. Sometimes there's working mom elves that get very tired <laughs> at night and they just want to stay put. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes the elves had a long night. Sometimes they, I don't know, once in their entire December had a few cocktails <laughs> and just, just wanted to kind of just sit for a second. Elves fly 10,000 miles a day. Their schedule is kind of berserk. Then every day they pose a different way. Seems like a lot of work. Yeah, Karen, it's a lot of work. Thanks. But every December morning, when you see what your elf has done, you know the magic of Christmas is here. Isn't that so much fun? Oh, yes. It's so much fun, and it's an, a really cool house guest to have. Just that extra thing to do. It's awesome. So when you were sad this morning, because your elf remained, we wrote this song, cause nothing is wrong. Please just let us explain. You say our elf is lazy. Lazy, that's not true. He's just doing the best he can. Just like me and you. Our elf is not lazy. Our elf is trying. So there's a lot going on in December. So this is our ghost of elf. Christmas present we're yeah. setting up for you here. So a couple things going on in the present, right? I think we talked about things that we don't love about Christmas time. Mine is super selfish, okay? I love my kids. They make me super happy. But I don't, like, I, I kind of miss when I was the, the center of her attention. <laughs> 
Um, am I allowed? To, like, I hope I'm allowed to say that without puni. Am I couple patterning? Am I okay to say that? Okay. Um, I do. I miss it when it was just the two of us because I got Chris. I got so much attention, so much attention. And and you and you crave attention. Yeah. Who's shocked? <laughs> why? Why Raise did you make hand. that no, face? Nobody has their hands right now. Yeah. Um. And, and Kim, you have a different kind of thing that, that's challenging around uh, Christmas time. Well, I am, I love people. I love you people, the fact that you were here. But I also love being on my couch in an elastic waistband. And so I, it takes, I love the quiet of Christmas, which is like the kids have gone to bed and maybe I have like a little cup of herbal tea and I'm staring at my tree. Like I love to be inside and he loves to be the outside. Oh my gosh, yes. I would do this. Honestly, I would do this from the start of We're December. We're going to have a show every yeah. night. Guys. Just a 24-7 <laughs> show where people pay attention to me. <laughs> would be awesome if we could do that. Anyway, so like, they're, like Christopher, Christmas time... There is an introvert-extrovert dynamic that we already have in our family that gets a little bit exacerbated. A little bit, I would say, yeah. yeah. I think, you know, knowing you, and actually, full disclosure, before we ever started doing podcasts, back in the earliest days of the first Christmas jammies things, I mean, going back several years now, the two of you and I talked, and this was, we identified it really early on, um, how um, there's this paradox, right, that you two deal with, that a lot of couples deal with, which is the thing that attracts you to your person is also the thing that frustrates you most about them. So the introvert Kim falls in love with the extrovert Pin because when she's too introverted, he always pulls her outside. He's the, the only reason I leave the house. Thing. Yes, exactly. Sure. The next fun thing. She's the only reason I stay in the house. Except, <laughs> yeah. right? Except when the introvert Kim gets pulled out too much, and then it's frustrating. Why can't he just stop forcing me to go to more parties, to more activities? Why did he sign me up to do a live podcast every night actually, during December? Actually, this was my idea, guys. Actually, this is my idea. <laughs> and it goes, it's Max's. It goes back the second way too, right? Which is that Pin, the extrovert, right, is just going, going, going all the time, and needs someone to slow him down. Pin was going to fall in love one day to someone who helped him slow down, who helped him not to crave the attention and still feel good about himself. And that's awesome until you're killing all the joy and you're saying, we're going out too much, joy we're doing too many killer. things. Um, and that is y'all's couple pattern. That is, that is part of your that emotional psychological thing. The trick in the present is what I call framing expectations. And the way that I do this when I teach marriage seminars is by my what I call rule, rule number two, which is that mature people in mature relationships learn to ask for what they want and need. Sorry, I'm going to clap for that. Yes. I, I feel like we should all say that together we, because we well, use that all the time. Well, we actually, I will repeat that. He'll even say, like, where do you want for dinner? I'm like, I don't know. He goes, like, mature people ask for what they want. I do. I abuse it sometimes. <laughs> like, I don't know Chinese food. It mostly happens, well, no, it mostly happens when we go to Chipotle. <laughs> because seriously, like, I get like, to... I don't know. Give me whatever. And, yeah. No, she, she texts me, give me whatever. And so then I'm at the counter and I get her whatever and I come back and she's like, why would you think I would want beans? I'm like, because that qualifies as it's whatever. whatever. Uh, like it's part of that, it, what it is want. whatever, yeah. We, that actually, we, we quote that daily and it has really helped us. It does help because it makes you hold each other accountable for uh, um, the failure to read each other's minds. And that's really what we're trying to do. We're trying to eliminate miscommunication because you're not guessing when you know exactly what the other person wants. And so in this, in this case, if you need more attention, Pin, ask for it, right? Ask for it. Yes. I need more attention. Um, so. <laughs> he will also, because like his love language is physical touch, whereas yeah. mine is acts of service. So. And we'll get to that later. Are we? Oh. 
Well, oh. no, we, no, he'll just... No, in the conversation. Not oh. like we're going to do oh. acts of service and physical touch later. No, but he'll just, he'll yell out. He'll be like, physical touch. I was about to, like, stand I was about to go back to the green room. Out. I'm out. Woo. No, he'd be like... Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters, May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. No, yo, I see what you're saying. He's like, you just go like physical touch. Yeah, mature just, people ask for what they want. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so here's here's my question. That's like, for me, that took a while to figure out because as a guy, I don't know why, but I just thought it was sexy if it just happened, if just she knew what I want and it just came to me. Like that's the best thing. Like, ooh, yeah. I'm serious. Like, well, does, it, any other guys feel this way? Like asking, it's. it's Right? Okay, good. See, I told you. We like that's Are not you an sexy. Alien? No, the, I'm I, a man. Like this is like look, everyone's raising their hands. Oh no, that so guy's is, no. You want no. it to be kind of like one of those movies you might have watched in college. <laughs> and what the reality is is if you keep doing that forever. <laughs> just so you know, I'm talking about a driver's ed movie. Um so Maybe I like to drive unexpectedly, but really it's better to follow the rules of the road is what I'm saying here. Um, right? Did I also mention Christopher is... I'm not saying anything. Um, I'm just wearing my Mr. Rogers sweater over here. Not saying, Mr. Rogers. not saying anything. But you know, what I'm, you know what I'm saying. Like the spontaneity is something that I think some people and a lot of guys crave. Well, it's, so well, it's tough it, to ask for Just for, for the record, you, you crave spontaneity more than most people on the planet. True, but everybody... So, true, true. All, a lot of guys raise their hand. I'll, I'll give you that, too. I, th I think here's the thing, right? That guessing what my person wants to do tonight in our present tense, in our present moment, my guessing what she needs or my guessing what he would really like, um, we're going to get that right sometimes. And when we get it right on those occasions, it's always going to feel good. It is, except that we can't get it right all the time, and then we end up bringing somebody beans who didn't want beans, or we end up bringing somebody a, a stairmaster. Oh, beans! Yeah, you know, when, when beans they didn't really want a stairmaster, yeah. right? That's the problem. In other words, it doesn't have to happen all the time. It just has to happen most of the time. So you ask for what you want. You set expectations in the present tense. Kim, you can negotiate and say, "Hey, I'm willing to go to." 
one Christmas party a week this December or two. I'm willing to do this, these activities with you this month, but I can't do them all because I know I need my downtime. And instead of blaming each other for what you're not doing, you can actually agree on what you do do because you asked for, you asked for what you wanted. Yeah. So negotiate. Like, how does that conversation happen? Well, Christopher is very good at scripts. He well, can give us. Well, like I actually a, already said, like, if we're going because we're going out Saturday night, then I'm not leaving the house Friday. So. Right. So is that the best way to say that? <laughs> <laughs> Christopher. I am not leaving the house ever. I mean, that's. <laughs> I'm going back to the green room now. <laughs> Full disclosure, like, you know, um, live marriage counseling uh, for a lot of the listeners can be very dangerous. Uh, no, I do think, right, you, you've got to look and you've, you've, you've got to be honest about what you think you can reasonably do and do well. And I do think it's okay. That may not be yeah. the best way to say it. And I think it behooves you there to say, I don't like the way you said that, but I heard you're willing to go out one night this weekend. And then you can work on how to say it better so that it doesn't feel so blamey or shamey. That's what I'm saying. I mean, like, we're, we're kind of creating a little extra drama. I know her pretty well, and she knows me pretty well. But, um, but Christopher makes a good point. He is very good at telling us the best ways to talk to people. And you just did it right there. You did the I hear you thing. Yeah. And that's why I wanted to ask about your script, because you're very good at this. You're very good at, like, how exactly. Don't, don't we need to know exactly how to say this? Because Guys, we're idiots. We no, need to know. No, no, no. Let's not. They're all in. nodding their heads. They're no. nodding their heads. Oh, and some of the wives are too. But I was yeah. going <laughs> to say, but no, no, not all guys are idiots. Not all guys are idiots. Um, it's just that I think guys expect uh, sometimes um, because I don't, I don't think boys are encouraged to share feelings. And sometimes if it's about what you want or what you need for your feelings, we don't sometimes even possess the language to have that. And that's. That's one of those gender norm things that um, you, you know we all that. grew up with, but yeah. but we have a hard time overcoming. I think the main thing is you have to address one issue at a time, and we talked about that on your pre previous podcasts. Just staying at one single place in your relationship, and then getting right to the chase and asking for what you want, and then clarifying what that may be. Um, I hear what you're saying. Um, but I really can't see how I can go out Friday and Saturday night and have energy for the rest of our schedule for the month. I really need a night home. Um, why is that important to you, Kim? Because you know how I get, how tired and how um, just thin and stretched out I get if I don't have my downtime. As much as you need your introvert time, Pen, I need my extrovert time, Pen, I need my introvert time. There it is. And it's just setting expectations. This is where we need to put you in our pocket and I just know, have just you around pocket, for proper. Because no one, we never counselor. say it right. Like yeah. it's, there, there were a lot of good tips in there. Um, and and we, should, we had a podcast that came out this week, and we talked about this. We were doing this challenge. It was a 15-second kiss challenge. Oh, yeah. yeah Did anybody hear that, or is well, anyone I just saw it. Yeah, it. yeah, so it's basically, okay. yeah, so they, um, hey, man, accept the challenge. So we had discovered that we hadn't actually, we had been, like, busy, and we had kind of done the, hey, okay, I love you, bye. We hadn't done, like, an actual, like, kiss in, like, a long time, like it was, it'd been a, so it'd been a week. It had been a week. Yeah. So we um, actually had took on this challenge to kiss every day for 15 seconds. I still can't get through it without laughing. <laughs> because she's counting. I'm counting in her head. Wait, is it but, is it like holding one kiss for 15 seconds? I mean, you. That's. But I'm like, what are the rules? Like the oh. entire it's time, like, I'm like. I think you can move your mouth around and stuff. Oh. Okay. Um, and this is the kind of stuff, by the way, have I told you that Christopher is also our too. pastor? Yeah. I feel like I love that I'm telling him Let this. me show you how we make yeah. out. Yeah. No, um, no, but so here's though, the article was great because it said, it said that it, um, you know, 
number one, it doesn't have to lead to something and it shouldn't necessarily always lead to something. And that's something that guys struggle with because girls think that when guys start doing that, they're supposed to lead to something else, earmuffs. Um, and, um, and the other thing is that it does like get, like it just gets your libido up and gets you thinking about intimacy more. Well, and just like, it, it, it just, yeah, it's working. So I, I'm, I'm, we're, we're kind of midway and uh, I'm reporting that like, it's been great. Yeah. High five. Right on. We, we haven't done it today because we're, you know, we're, we're, we're getting through this. We'll do it later on. If anyone wants to try it right now, <laughs> no, no, I'm going to count to 15. No, and I, I want you to like, honestly, my... no one's looking. Here we go. Oh my gosh. One, I'm not looking. This is so two, gross. There we go. I can't look. Three. I'm it's not very looking. slow. Four. Oh, no. Five. Oh my gosh. My six, eyes. No, my gosh. Seven. Okay. Eight. Okay, there are nine, children. Yeah. Okay, Ten, there are bring children. Bring it on. Eleven. There are children. Twelve. Okay, Thirteen, fourteen, fifteen. Thir- look, it's but it's working. Fourteen. Okay. Magic. Fifteen. That's a lot longer than you think it is for kissing. I know. See, that's why. So I, I can't get through. That. Oh my gosh, my armpits are sweating. That was a lot of public disaffection, sorry, and I love I you guys. You're I the one you. who wanted to do a podcast in front of all these people. <laughs> Love you. Okay. Right. That was that was Christmas present. Should we move on? Yes. Okay. Okay. Are you moving to your piano now? No, I don't think I don't know if I have a bit for this one. Okay. <laughs> we might later. Okay. Um. So, Scrooge has gotten to the ghost of Christmas future, right? And in the in the book, he 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 sees a, a graveyard. He sees like the end, and um, death. Yeah. Thanks, Christopher. <laughs> Those burial plots <laughs> come in handy. Yeah. 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 By the way, do you know how much a burial plot costs? It's it, insanely expensive. It depends. Like, it depends on how old oh, the cemetery is. Oh, there's like real estate is. prices yes, even in... Yes, yes. Oh, and they can be what? resold. That's... <laughs> they can be resold. It's actually... You, they can. Oh, God. That's a different it, yeah. podcast. Okay. So they have to be empty. They have to be empty. Sorry, they have to be empty. So do you have to get it back out yourself? or like? They have to be empty. Sorry. So what do you... Do? What do you do? Do you like... Do you like move your person? No, no. So in other words, like somebody bought one and then got married to another person oh, later in life. Oh, it has previously been Correct. occupied. Correct. That's why, ah, why that's it has why to be oh, empty. Okay, I'm sorry. Armpit sweat. Yeah, I'm there oh, too now. God. I'm there Bless too. Bless America. Okay. So Scrooge sees death and he sees the end. And it <laughs> and causes... And a used burial plot. It causes <laughs> a used burial plot. And it causes him to live for the moment, to live for the day and to carpe his diem or whatever. And it's, it, 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 is a, it is a moment that touched me when I was like five years old and I still try to live by it. Um, but I also have like, we both have fears of Christmases yet Future. to come. Well, I I do love the noise that's happening right now with with the kids and the craziness. So, and then what what happens? I love you, but like it is a little freaky to think about. Like when it's just us, like what are we gonna do? Like waking up and they'll have their own families and all that stuff. So like preparing for what that is freaks me out just a little bit. And true story, we had like a week without our kids this summer. They and, went to summer camp, and like we we started patterning like old people we were like went on a lot of walks a lot and, of like, walks. we started talking about birds like, i know we, it's like, like oh running, i'm like, noticing a lot of cardinals yeah, this week that's is we started that... talking about birds we're looking at each other like what, what is, is happening going on right now those kids better come back right now yeah it was very scary there's a <laughs> anyway fear of, fear of of the empty nest i guess fear of what you can become of what happens when it's back to just us i guess well that's right uh, and that does happen in any 
couple where there is family, whether they're your biological kids, your adopted kids, it, it doesn't matter. Anytime uh, couples come to that end of that time, um, there is a huge challenge. In fact, I think listeners should know that the most common time for couples who've been married long-term successfully to split up and divorce is when the last child leaves home. And what happens is look at each other and say, I don't know who you are because you've invested so much time in the task of parenting and raising children. And one person says, I want to look at birds. And another person says, I don't want to look at birds. And you realize that you can find somebody else to look for birds and, and vice versa. I and mean, I, and I often an say, lot of cardinals. well, that's right. And I often say to people, if, if you went to college or if you went into the military or whatever, when you were 18, 19, and how many people that you knew or that you met whose parents split up while while you were in that orbit, well, that's part of it, right? Mm -hmm. um, I had dozens of friends in college whose parents split up, and the thing that they all had in common was that they were youngest children. Mm -hmm. uh, that pattern really does hold in human nature. So what do you do about it? What do you do when the future looks scary because it's not going to be the present? And what I often talk about with couples who are dealing with that or big life transitions is, have you ever thought about making a marriage mission statement? Uh, and this is important because my guess is, is that almost everybody here or listening, your company has a mission statement, your alma mater, your college has a mission statement. If you're in the military, they certainly have mission statements. Um, your school where your kids go has a mission statement, mission vision. Why not have one for your marriage too? And here's the thing, they can be short term, they can be long term, and they can change depending on circumstances. But it's not walking into the dark, it's here's where we think we want to go as a couple so that you're growing together in a common mission. I'm imagining mission statements being like, we're synergy and cash flow, <laughs> lockbox. Like you use like a business thing. Can you give me... Did you say lockbox? Yeah. What was... That was no. I told you I wasn't going to be good at this. Can you give me like an example of, of, a, of a mission statement? That, um, for the next yeah. year... Like yours, do you have one? Well, we do have, we have a family mission statement. It's like you probably can't tell us. Well, I can. The family okay. mission statement is pretty easy. The marriage mission statement tends to change more quickly and with greater... Um, uh, with greater frequency because our marriage is constantly evolving whereas our kids we're still in this patterning of trying to get our last kid through high school and the mission for him has been the same the whole time with fits and starts but the marriage mission statement can be a simply a, over the next year our mission is to be better listeners to each other to be more present with each other to have fewer arguments and fights because we're really going to do the couple patterning exercises etc cetera, etc cetera. or they can be long term Five years from now, we want to be able to look at each other and say, we are closer now than we were five years ago because, and then that would be specific to each couple. Instead of just walking into blind spots, let's actually try to articulate what the map can look like. Hmm. That's a lot more <laughs> robust than I was thinking. <laughs> Pen, that'd be good if we came up with our own marriage mission statement. We did, and um, we we spent a little bit of time to think about it, and we have not said it to each other yet. I did not say that many words in mine. <laughs> yeah, but sometimes, honestly, sometimes simple is simple is okay, right, Christopher? Simple is always be, okay. Yeah, simple is always okay. Do but I, I have like, a job where I get paid by the word, so sometimes I go on too long. <laughs> so I felt that in our marriage. We would always assume the best of each other, to forgive with grace, and to laugh often. And that's all I had. That's really good. But to assume the best. I mean, I think it's easy to be like, he's, he's leaving his, he doesn't replace the toilet paper roll because he hates me. You know, and I think it's like, but I, I assume, that I just have to assume the best. Like you're doing, you're busy with, you know, taking care of our kids, you're busy doing carpool, you're busy doing all this stuff. And... 
Yeah. Hers? That's like an A plus. That was really hey. good. I'm really happy. That was terrific. They were all yeah. well. They were all like you can assess those. Like there's no point in making a mission or setting a goal that you can't at least assess um, emotionally or actually um, from some sort of evidence. That was great. That was Thanks. great. I mean, Kim, that was a shining moment. Thanks, guys. Yeah. I'm glad you were here for it. Kim, I think. Yeah. Mine is I just need to not do something irretrievably stupid, and I'm gonna be okay. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, bless you, Penn. Yeah. Oh. 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 We don't have to do much, guys. Just don't do anything stupid. There she goes down the aisle With a big dress and a big smile Every time I see this pic I wonder how I got this chick Every bro that I've got He asks this question a lot They see her in how did you end up with such a babe? I'll tell you how. I didn't screw up that bad. I'm not an illegitimate dad. How did I find such a looker? I never got caught with a... Sorry, don't have a DUI. Is good. Or a wandering eye. Like Tiger Woods. It's not like she got hit by Cupid. Yeah, I just didn't do anything stupid. The bar is set so low these days. So low these days. Men now have to kind of, sort of, just try to behave. Try to have good brains. I don't make my own mess. Gives you bad teeth. I'm not a sleaze. No STDs. I didn't screw up. Too soon? Yeah. I don't go to the gym. You're not a hump. I'm a six out of ten. And if you're drunk. So how'd I get a ten? I'll tell you again. I never made out with her best friend. Ashley Madison. I never signed in. I didn't screw up. It's all you gotta do, guys. It's Thank all you, so you have to do. Um, so, okay, to be serious, if I had to do a mission statement, it would, be, um, it would be work as hard as you can, always tell the truth, and let's make each other, I stole this from you. Okay. Okay, I stole the last one from you. It's always, always tell the truth, work as hard as you can, and make each other our favorite. Aww. So, that's beautiful. So what, what you would do. <laughs> so it sucked, though. <laughs> It's beautiful, but it's wait beautiful. A but what you would do to make it a marriage mission statement, right? Is you would take them, maybe write them independently or work on them, and see how you could merge the two together. Oh, the two of us together, correct? Okay. Because we after all, you are married, yeah. so it needs to be things yeah, that you both can do. Yeah, it's the trick. Okay, there, we'll, we'll work on that at home. You have an O on your forehead right now. I do. Oh, like it was, yeah. Okay, I think they just got, okay. There we go. <laughs> okay, it's thank gone. you. It's gone. Um, okay. Did anyone else notice that? Sorry. Okay, so um, but no, seriously, there was this one point like when we were about to have Lola, our first kid, and Kim looked at me and said, 
can you just promise that we'll still be each other's favorites before we even had the kid? And I was like, God, I married the right woman. Like, what an awesome thing to say. And so this time of year, I think, like, this is how you do it. This is how you still become your favorite are these tips that Christopher gave us. Mm -hmm. um, should we recap them really quickly? You can recap. Okay. Um, okay, so guys, this is your homework. Okay? You've come here. You've been patient. Um, here's the three <laughs> things that you do this Christmas to... to make that person your favorite. Number one is the couple patterning, right? You have to establish your couple patterning and you have to talk about it out in the open and say, here's what I do and here's what you do. Praise your good patterns. Yeah. Work on your not so good patterns. Number two, you have to negotiate a time and place for the things that you really need. I need attention. <laughs> so see you here tomorrow. <laughs> so we'll be back. In a, yeah. yeah. Attention and affection and Kim needs peace. Away from the Away gun. from the affection. No, no, right. no. Yeah. I want to um, be near you, just not always like touch. This is so know. funny. This, it is if I go too far away, she's like, Where'd you go? I'm like, I'm right here. Like just, just come a little closer, but don't touch don't me. Don't touch me. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a joy to be around. She's really I'm amazing. <laughs> I'm sounding like just a joyless anyway. No, yeah. you're awesome. Yeah. And then the third thing is, is to work on your mission statement together, right? Like, so give it some time. Um, do, I think don't make it a chore. Not a chore. It may take a couple drafts. I mean, it may take a while. It's something you can revisit every few months or every year. I mean, or put it on the shelf for two years. But just remember that if you're not sure where you're going, you can, you can yeah. visit that. You can. Thank you, Christopher. Thank you, Christopher. You're the best. So now we're going to have uh, a little fun. I told you Penn is really good at party tricks, right? And he can write songs just out of thin air. So we're going to have a theme for this song, right? Can, yeah, and I'm going to be spaced out for a second writing this, but can I make a suggestion? Because we're going to get your... It, it only works if you guys... In, like, I haven't asked any of you ahead of time, right? Like, this is brand new. I need you to... Um, I need you uh, to come up with an idea. And whoever has the best one, I think we give them the Stairmaster. Oh. Is that good? I, I like, like that. Like, like they want to yeah. walk through to their car with a Stairmaster. You can throw it away. And nobody's going to raise their hand because they don't want the Stairmaster. Dude, they want the Stairmaster. It's amazing. Okay. It's, yeah. well, give us your ideas. You don't have to take A lot of smiling faces okay. out there. So I, I want to write a song about the worst Christmas gift that you've ever been given or given somebody. Um, or heard about. Maybe. maybe the worst one you got. I think that'll work best. What's the worst Christmas gift that you guys or have heard, ever yeah. gotten? Uh, I'll write Max, mine down. Max is, Max is here with the... Max is here. First and tell me your name, up. please. First hand up. What's your name? Uh, Barry. And what was the worst Christmas gift you've ever received? A pair of rabbit skins. <laughs> I'm sorry, what? A pair of rabbit skins. Skins? Like, do you mean like a dead rabbit with its skin removed? <laughs> exactly. To do what with it? I, I still don't know. <laughs> like a pelt? Wow. Wow. Okay. We have another one. Hold on. Okay. Tell me your name. Mary. And what was the worst gift you ever received? A vacuum cleaner. Not from him. From an ex-boyfriend oh. in college. A vacuum oh. cleaner. And a, a yes. vacuum cleaners are amazing if you ask for it. When? Not when you're in college. <laughs> oh, yeah. No. They're um, never appropriate I'm sorry. in college. I'm sorry. Uh, what is your name again? Mary? Mary. All right. And uh, your, your name? Robert. Robert, what was the worst gift you ever received? A car insurance policy? Hold on. There's a lot going on right now. All right, Robert, what was the worst gift you ever received? This is really distracting. Um, a car, a car insurance. In. Okay, a car insurance policy. Oh, wow. I mean, 
<laughs> Seems practical. It's practical? It's really expensive? Uh, well. Okay. And your wow. name, sir? These are good. Jason, an ice scraper in Florida. <laughs> Wait, what, what did he say? An ice scraper an in ice Florida. Scraper. <laughs> That being said, we, we live here and I'm in denial about the fact that it snows here. So I refuse to buy an ice scraper. So I just, we still use like a rubber spatula because I refuse to buy an ice scraper. Your name, Chris. sir? Clifford. Cliff. Cliff. Oh, Clifford. Cliff. What oh, was the Cliff. worst gift you ever received? A stuffed jackalope. A what? Stuffed You're going to have to explain to the, the people jackalope. what a jackalope is. What is that? Hold on here. I, yeah. It was... It was a thing in the 90s where they kind of made a mythological animal that was like a jackrabbit and an antelope. Yeah. Okay. That was on America's Funniest Home Videos. Wait, what, what, so what does it have on it? What's the head and what's it's the like, body? It's like uh, antlers. It's a giant, like, rabbit-looking thing with antlers. <laughs> so it's a rabbit with horns? So imagine me it's being a rabbit with deer antlers. A rabbit with horns on his head. Yes. So we got a rabbit yeah. with horns on his head. we got to pair that up this with the dead rabbit. This Stairmaster is looking yeah. better and better. For the record, Let I still have it. You. Honey, it's been a year, and I can't believe how much I've changed. <laughs> and your so name hot. and the word. I'm so happy now. One, one more, Max, then I gotta get to work. All right, one more. Here we go. And your name and the worst gift yeah, you've ever received. My name is Heather. My mother last year um, wrapped up like 15 of my high school T-shirts. So I opened it thinking I was getting a present, passive. and it was my own T-shirts. It was. Oh, oh that is a get Re this out of my house gift, isn't it? That was oh. Regifter. Oh. oh yeah, you can turn it to a quilt. You can th those people on Etsy make them quilts. Heather. Okay. And that was Heather. Was it Heather? Heather. Okay, so now Penn is gonna go into his place that he goes to, and he's gonna write us a fun little song. While he's doing that, do you guys have any like questions for us? Ooh. Questions for Christopher. Max is here with a microphone. I have the mic. Who wants to talk? What's the best gift that Penn ever gave you? Aw, what is the best? His love and affection. Um, no, actually, um, it is when we were very, very broke living in New York City. Like, had to like check the ATM before we like went to the grocery store. You know, make sure we had any money. Um, the we, he he proposed to me in Central Park. And so there was like this um, like uh, boulder rock thing formation where he proposed. So he went back there thinking that like, I'll just go to the rock where I proposed and like he brought a hammer and a chisel and he chiseled part of it up and he put it into a jar. But meanwhile, I think that's a felony. <laughs> and he brought like a hammer and a chisel, like a big one in his backpack on the subway so, it, yeah, so he really could have been arrested many times. But he put it in a jar, and he said, like, this is, like, where we got engaged. He kind of got lost, so we don't know if it's the actual rock, but it's nearby. <laughs> but I cried. And because we had, like, a $5 limit for each other that Christmas. And that really beat, I don't even know what I gave him. But that actually, it sits on our, like, coffee table. Like, we have it. Yeah, so that was the best gift. That was a good one. He's very thoughtful. And then there was this there master. Penn, do you need more time or do you want oh, one more we question? We have a question up here. We have a question up oh, here. Me our birthday second. girl. Oh, from, from our youngest question. audience member. Our in birthday the, girl. And you are how old? 13. Yeah. She's 13. She's Lola's and your name? Age. Sophia. Sophia, what is your question? Penn, how is your pillow f case going? 
the faux throw. Yes, he wants to win. He wants to invent a pillow that looks like a throw pillow that you could actually sleep on because I have a lot of pillows that he has to throw to the ground. So why can't you just like sleep on it? It's called a pillow. <laughs> so yeah, so we're still in prototype phase, is what I would say. Isn't but that a great question. idea, you guys? Like seriously, like there are no throw pillows that I want anywhere in my bed ever, unless they are functional. So, like, Julie's staying with us, and we added, like, 15,000 pillows for her. How cute does the guest room look, though? <sighs> See? Oh, sorry. Tell me your name first, and then your question. Yeah, I'm Linda. I want to know what Julie thinks about the back wall. Like, does she feel like it oh. looks like nails? We did a video where <laughs> yeah. we did a faux painting of the back guest room wall. Uh-oh. Hold on. Phil Donahue oh. running across. So, Julie. Wow. So this is the type of question that puts me in the middle of the marriage, <laughs> which it happens a lot because I agree with Penn on probably 49% and then came on 51%. Does that work for this? Yeah, that's and that's so I actually really thought it was cute, but then when Penn interjected and said, oh, yes, it looks like scratch marks and blood, I was like, oh, it kind of does. <laughs> But I still love it. Yes, yes. We'll put that video in the um, description so you can see how amazing my guest room looks. Thank you very much. <laughs> well. All right, Penn. Okay. It's time. All right. So I've got. Do you want me to hold this? Hold these. Yeah, I'm gonna need that. Do you want it, Just hold it like right there. This is happening live, folks. Okay. Okay. I think I got. Okay. Fun little party trick. Holderness. No pressure. I gave you 32 seconds to write a song. Or two minutes. It was like two and a half minutes, right? Come on. Jason drove from Jacksonville. It's the most terrible gift of the year. I got her a Stairmaster. She called me a bastard, said, get out of here. It's the most terrible gift of the year. Heather got old high school t-shirts from friends. Ew. Mary's boyfriend was meaner, got her a vacuum cleaner. That's why he's her ex. Robert got a policy for life insurance. who were dead <laughs> but Clifford was bummed when one of his chums gave him a jackalope that's a rabbit with horns on his head and Jason is from Florida and he got it hold up what was that boring no flavor that was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. 
Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. An ice creeper. It doesn't rhyme. I don't care. There we go. It's close enough. I had to fit you in because you're from Florida. That was great. You did an amazing job. No, you did an amazing job. You did an amazing... Okay. You guys... Thank yeah. you so much. Thank you. Give it up for the okay. whole Dish family. Thank you guys from the bottom of my heart for like coming out on a school night and putting pants on. I mean, you guys, that's insane. So thank you for those who traveled from Kansas City and to Florida and from Virginia. So thank you so, so much. And um, we love you. You're our favorite. We love you guys. Thank you. And Max, I guess you can stop recording now. Oh, I didn't start. Was I supposed to record this?